Welcome back to Injury Time Brawl Podcast, episode 49 now, and it's a bit of a different one today. We've got a few boys missing, so it's going to be a Hall of Fame special. Now, our Hall of Fame is called We Hardly Knew Ye, and it's for footballers you may not have heard of that have had great careers and interesting life stories. We're going to pitch a player to each other, and if they like them, they get into the Hall of Fame. It's that simple. Today, we'll give you four of our favourites from previous episodes, one from each of the boys. And speaking of the boys, we, we have had a few call-offs, as I said, each in stranger ways than the last. Uh, first to drop out was Fish. This was a surprise that Fish had only ever missed one episode before now. But if you have listened before, you might know that Fish and his dad like having a bit of a wrestle around the house sometimes. Sometimes they might be shirtless, sometimes there might be oil that's involved, sometimes other things. We won't get into that just now. But uh, Fish's dad was, uh, wasn't was feeling that well this week, so his mum stepped in in his dad's place and she's given Fish a real doing. Uh, she's really hurt him, so he's going to be resting up in bed for, for this week. Um, it was a long time coming, him getting that. But we'll move on to Scotty. He was the next to call off. Goalkeeper extraordinaire, of course. And a double bit of bad news on this one, actually. Uh, Scotty's beloved Newcastle United were the target of a robbery this week with several first-team players' club underpants going missing in bizarre circumstances. But even worse news is that Scotty's goalkeeper gloves have been found at the scene of the crime. We'll, of course, keep you updated on that and more on that next week. And lastly, Mellers, he's called off too, which, which did come as a surprise, but he has always been career first, and apparently he's now taken a position doing missionary work. Oh, I read that wrong. He's doing work in the missionary position. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll get into it. And first up, we've got a belter of a We Hardly Knew You from Scotty. Right, we move on to We Hardly Knew You. We Hardly Knew You. This is We Hardly Knew You. This is our Hall of Fame. Uh, we're Hall of Fame. So, We Hardly... So, it's t- oh, you said it's time for We Hardly Knew You. Gentlemen, welcome to me. We hardly knew you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So, we've got uh, our second Yugoslavian of the night. And this man, uh, Brick Shithouse, six foot five. Some wow. reports. Nice. Six foot five. Wow. Other reports, not as tall. <laughs> Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but we'll, we'll leave with six foot five because that sounds better. Uh, we uh, this fellow's played uh, at <laughs> uh, this fellow's played at uh, uh, Proleta Zurenjan, Red Star Belgrade, Ooh. Sheffield Wednesday, Ooh. Real Sociedad, Juventus, Lazio. A return to Real Sociedad for uh, a fairly lengthy spell and Olympiacos. Now, um, he showered with Inzaghi, Del Piero, <laughs> and he he saw a fucking a lot of vict- a lot of, a lot of silverware, lads. Um, now, probably the, the biggest biggest swagger that the fellow's got to his name is at uh, events in the uh, Lazio. He, uh, he got known as the super sub for coming on as substitute and scoring. <laughs> <laughs> he made uh, funny. I thought, could... be, I, I thought he'd be called something else because because of that. No. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Didn't he have a foot long or something? No. Uh, ah, six incher. Well. <laughs> uh, uh, deal, deal. Italian uh, crust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, at UV, he, uh, he found goals in the Champions League, UEFA Cup, top scorer, goal scorer, sorry, 
top scorer of the UEFA Cup in the 99-2000 season. 10 goals. Um, despite having Zaghi and Del Piero to compete with. Um, made 44 appearances in all competitions in his first season with the club. Uh, you know, looking at a bit of time in the Coppa Italia, Serie A. Scored 21 goals all competitions, including uh, during Juventus's victorious <laughs> inter-total cup campaign. Oh, <laughs> very good. Gentlemen, you know, you know. Now, the David Trezeguet. Um, David. David. Yeah, uh, David, sometimes known as uh, the heartbreaker. <laughs> he, he, he squeezed COVID. Oh, yeah, name drop. No. He, he squeezed a man out. Um, Ancelotti, obviously, you know, pulling strings, of course. And uh, But he still made 27 appearances, mostly from the bench, and that's when he earned his, uh, his nickname, Super Sub. And uh, But he only scored the six goals there. Uh, so uh, he, they, they, they thought he was underachieving, so he, he boosted. Um, Rangers Ooh. looked uh, to buy him for 12 million. And... Uh, but he ended up at Lazio. Uh, the old switcheroo with Salas. Uh, he only made He's in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Oh, well. Salas. Salas, yeah. Um, and uh, headed back to Real Sociedad. So he's, he spent six seasons at the club, bagged 51 goals. In his, uh, his, was it 51 goals overall? Yep. 50, 51 goals in 163. Not bad, not bad. Uh, seeing as this was, um, you know, coming to the end of his career, not bad. And uh, Kovacic is Real Sociedad's all-time. To- oh fuck! I said his name. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Kovacic. 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 Darko Kovacic became multi all-time top goal scorer in Real Sociedad's history, I suppose, in so European sure. club competitions with ten goals. Nice. Um, style of play, 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 pretty, pretty. Uh, knees. Uh, style of play, um, <laughs> quick and powerful, brick shit house, and loves goals. Okay, you wouldn't expect to see that on a, an official database, but there you go. Right uh, now, internationals, of course. Oh, in fact, now I'll come back to this Olympiacos because uh, that's when things got spicy. Now, uh, Kovacevic, uh, 59 appearances for the the then. Serbia and Montenegro. We hardly knew Beginning, or rather, first cap in 94. He'd uh, score 10 goals and compete in the, the Euros in 2000 and the World Cup in 98. And uh, yeah, that's that. So 59 appearances, 10 goals for uh, internationals. Uh, looking at his, probably his most um, prolific Goal scoring career it was probably Red Star Belgrade, 47 appearances, 37 goals. Ooh, decent. The El Sociedad, 98 appearances, 41 goals. Obviously, he got uh, props there for his goals for Juve, but 49 and 11 goals. Uh, not bad. Uh, we won't mention Lazio. And in Olympiacos, he, uh, he was diagnosed with a, a blocked artery. So Naturally, that put a, a, a stop to his playing. Um, but I'll tell you what, lads. He put his, uh, his frame to good use, right? And 
I bet you there's not everybody that uh, can say they've got a, a newspaper headline. That is, uh, that is the following. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> Ex-Sheffield Wednesday and Juventus star Darko Kovacevic cheats death after being shot at by two assassins in a smart car. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> oh. Smart car. <laughs> smart car is a gateway vehicle there. Oh, That's yeah, awesome. it certainly was, yeah. Uh, now, just to, to elaborate, uh, he was attacked. He came out of his house. Guy comes towards him with a gun in his hand. In his own words, he acted instinctively and dived down to his right. The fellow shot at him and boosted. Now, if you're wanting controversy, you're about to fucking get it. That was meant to have been a hit organised by Raul Bravo. Wow. Former Real Madrid fullback. Wow, we the Baldy. Yes. Baldy boys. Yep. Now, they played together at Olympiacos. All right. And. So is this, yep. is this after he's retired? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. he was 46 when the attempt happened. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, so there was a, a match fixing fixing scandal. Mm. And uh, Bravo was arrested for uh, for his partner or supposed partner. And uh, was that right? The uh, ringleader. And there are also threats against uh, the Huesca president and, uh, yeah, various uh, dodgy dealings. Now, no skin off our, uh, uh, Kovacevic's ball because he walked away. Uh, now, if, if you're talking honest, um, he's got the... The Injury Time Brawl podcast honour of uh, Bulletproof. Mm-hmm. He's got that stamped on his forehead. Um, <laughs> he won the, the Yugoslav League and the Cup with Red Star Belgrade. Uh, we had him there. Uh, Juventus in a total cup. Right? Love it. Olympiakos, Greek Super League, Greek Cup, Greek Super Cup. And uh, on an ind- individual basis, the UEFA Cup top goal scorer Oof. in 98. Uh, and in '99, and also Super League. League. Oh yes, indeed. And he, he scored more in the second league as well, which is pretty. A second goal at it rather. Now Super League Greece best foreign player 2007. Now bear nice. in mind, lads, that was about two years before the old block blocked artery job. Jesus. And uh, if there's anything you don't want blocked, it's it's one of those. Yeah. Did he get it fixed? Uh, from what I hear. Yeah, Good. yeah. Reports are uh, promising. Now he's he's forty seven. He's uh, you know he's probably still got the touch. And I just want to know how you're feeling. So Darko Kovacevic. Did you say he was forty six when the uh, attempted shooting happened? Or he? Oh, let, let, let me check. Let me check the dates. Yeah, yeah. You're bang on. It was last. It was year. just a year ago. Yeah. He so, was in January as well. So. Got shot at and then locked down. Six months. There's your dinner. That's what I told him. I'm happy to go first. I don't know if his career did much for me. Good stuff. Boxes ticked off. Inter Total Cup obviously is tremendous. Mm. But uh, the shooting, to walk away from that, that tells us something. I did not know him, so Mm. 
Uh, Darko Kovacevic. Yeah. Uh, we hardly knew he was in for me. So is, uh, so is Raul Bravo, if I'm totally honest. <laughs> He's got yeah. more character, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, that's the smart car that's done it for me. Like, ah, that's true. To, to, <laughs> to be able to survive from two guys, or was it two guys in a smart car? I mean, two that's guys, one guy. Aye, that's it. Two guys, one guy. I mean, that's lethal. Um, surprised he didn't use it to run them over. Um, but I and he's he's done very, <laughs> no, done no. Was, was he in the smart car or were the boys in the smart car oh the boys were in the smart aye, car he came yeah. out of his house aye. Aye. Um, and he's 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 done it with the best as well um, and earned his place in those teams so Darko Kovacevic we hardly knew you nice yeah. I think I have to agree Darko he's had a a good career of a variety of good good clubs so He's done it. He's done it well. So dark we are the new year. Yeah, clean sweet. First clean sweet. Wow, love that. What an amazing story from Scotty about assassins in a smart car. Uh, our next entry is some fish who wouldn't be able to see over the dash of a smart car as he's far too small. Take it away, little guy. So we've gone with Kai Powman. So to do this, I've had to go on to the Finnish version of Wikipedia. That probably gives something away. There's a Finnish version? There's a Finnish Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, and translate um, because there wasn't enough, wasn't quite enough on the uh, on the English version. Whoa, I had no idea. Other no countries idea. have more in-depth knowledge. Oh, they do. Wow. That, that opens up so it opens much. Up everything. It does. So, uh, I've given it away already. Uh, Kai Palman uh, is a Finnish uh, footballer born in 1935 in Helsinki. Uh, lived in Valila during his childhood. Uh, this might be a bit chop and change because I'm going between the English version and the Finnish version. Um, played for just three clubs or four including the Finnish national team during his career. Started off in 1954 for HPS Helsinki. We like them. Um, actually spent most of his years there. 1954 to 63. 317 appearances, 116 goals. Ooh, right. Not bad. One uh, in three, are we saying? Yeah, yeah. As a forward. Um, then moved to, I can only assume, rivals HJK Helsinki. Now that's a team. Um, stayed there for four years before moving to Raipas Lati. Uh, also Finnish. Um, and played for the Finnish national team. 56 games, 13 goals. Um, he's no longer with us. Uh, died in 2013 at the age of 77. Palman's father... Helge Palman, a musician and member of the Dalapi Orchestra. Uh, They're also on Spotify as, as well as us. Yes. So, Kai Palman uh, is known as a colourful person in his football career. Played for the Finnish national team 1954 to 68, scoring, oh, this has got 15 goals rather than 13 in 56 matches. Uh, among other things, 
uh, winning the Nordic Championships in 1966 at club team level. So you have to bear with me because this is translated on Google Translate, so it might not be. Right. Uh, he won football, Finnish football championship. Wait, hang on. <laughs> oh, goal, goal. Oh, I don't know. No, it must be. Finnish football championship three times, 58, 61 and 65. Um, Palman scored a total of 191 goals in his career. Um, he won the Finnish championship twice in 57 for HPS Helsinki and once in 1970 for Repia Uh He also won the Finnish cup in 1962 and 66. One of the football tricks that entertained Palman's audiences <laughs> was to get on to stand on top of the ball with both feet and stare. Oh, I've seen players do that. Is that he? Him? He invented it apparently. Wow, that's big. Um, he also invented. This is a big one. He also invented the cur- the curl ball, also known as the banana kick. <laughs> Uh, and wrote a book about it called The Banana Kick. Yeah. Uh, there's also a tournament named after him in Finland called the Kai Palman Tournament. Uh, it's for under 16 year olds. So, wait, so are, are we saying like Roberto Carlos is like free kick like that? He's, yeah, I think so. I think it's like the outside of the foot. Roberto Carlos has read the book and then he, he thought, he's I'll just I'll copied do that. him. Yeah. And he's getting all the credit where it should be this point. Wowie. Uh, he was awarded the Eric von Frankel Medal by the Finnish Football Association in recognition of his extensive work to promote Finnish football. Uh, he was also inducted into the Finnish Football Hall of Fame in 1993. And Palman, like his father, was a musician. His instrument of choice was the piano. <laughs> His recording career began in 1960. While he was playing mm-hmm. with E.P. Kai Palman. Oh, so that was his E.P. His E.P. was oh, called... right. <laughs> It was just his name. <laughs> he later released jazzy, long-playing records, music student Kai Palman and his friends dance. <laughs> this is Google Translate. Uh, Joking. <laughs> so the banana uh, <laughs> extended into his music career. Oh no! Um, so this was, the, I guess, the name of his album. Music student Kaitsu Banana Palman in 1988, and Kaitsu Palman and his friends dance in 19 in 1988, and a solo album in 2001. Uh, this is outrageous. So his his music career spans over um, fifty one years. No, oh 40, 41 years. Wow. From nineteen sixty to two thousand and one. What an effort. Right. So, aye, his EP is released in nineteen sixty. And wait, he's so famous for the banana that he's what was his name again? Cats Palman. Kai Palman. Kai Palman. So he's Kai, and then inverted commas, Kai Banana Palman. Yeah. <laughs> so EP in sixty. So his first al- his first album was called 
Jazzy Long Playing Records music student Kai Palman and his friends dance <laughs> in 1985. Then in 1988, music student Kai Banana Palman. <laughs> and then in 1998, Kai Tsu Palman and his friends dance. <laughs> and then in 2001, just solo. Just solo, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, so back to, his, <laughs> back to his footballing career. To sum up, he won the Finnish Championship in 1957, 70 and 73. 73 was as a coach. Uh, he won the Mestarusarja, yeah. top scorer in 58, 61 and 65. He won the Finnish Cup in 62 and 66 and the Finnish Footballer of the Year in 58. Wow. Those are his honours. Obviously, the people at home won't be able to see this, but look at the state of the man. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, There's something else. Yeah, Palman invented the curl ball that he called the banana shot. (laughs) He also appeared... Uh, as a piano player in the 1961 musical film Tatsusuma. Tatsusuma. Yeah, and composed music for several short documentaries in 1973. Oh, that that picture, it. that picture is him in Tatsusuma. He's got like the sailor outfit on there, isn't he? Yeah, and yeah. a mustache and like the wee straw hat. Oh, it's the it's the it's the album names <laughs> that do it for me. Um, I, I prefer like the, the translation. <laughs> we should do. I, that's definitely not it. But we sh- we should take every footballer's English Wikipedia, translate them into another <laughs> language, translate them back, just yeah. to see how good the translation is. Jazzy Long playing records, music student Kai Palman and his friends dance, nineteen eighty five. Oh man, that's him. What do we think? He's might be my favourite of all time. <laughs> Genuinely up there. He's got to be top three, top five at worst. Kai Palman, we hardly one of my favourites. He's in the whole thing. Very good. Still one of my favourites there, Kai Palman. And that little clip of music you heard there at the end was actually from the man himself. Um, now moving on from one man who worked wonders with his fingers on the piano to another man who worked wonders with his fingers for a different reason. It's my one up next. We've gone from someone who scores ridiculous amount of goals, mm. sets up ridiculous amount of goals, to someone who mm. ain't about that. Oh boy. All right. Okay. He wants no part to play in that. And it is a heel. <laughs> play that cat out the back. We've okay. got okay. Alexander Volodymyrovich Shavkovsky. Wow, three names. Really? Alexander Volodymyrovich. Shavkovsky. What was the last one? Shavkovsky. Jovkovsky. Yeah. Jovkovsky, okay. Played his entire career for Dynamo Kiev, apart from two matches that he went on loan in the 1993 season to CSKZSU Kiev. Ruined Rogue. it with that, isn't he? Yeah. But learned a lot in those two matches. It was valuable for his whole career. A two club, man. Two club. Although it's on loan, so. So technically, technically he's a one-club man. We won't hold it against him. We'll, we'll still say one-club man. Yeah, he's on the books okay. of Dinamo Kiev. Uh, and currently, he's now the Ukraine assistant manager to a certain Shevchenko. Uh, goalkeeper, of course. I, I think I said that, did I? You did not. I just said he wasn't involved in... You did. There we go. 
goalkeeper, six foot three inches. Decent height. For so, good yeah, yeah, good lad. Uh, played for Dynamo Kiev, top level Ukrainian football, 1983 to 2016. And mm. in the 2020 Kiev local election, Shovkovsky was elected into the, C- into the Kiev City Council as candidate of the UDAR. The UDAR? The party of incumbent Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko. Klitschko. As in the boxer? The former boxer, right. <laughs> so he's uh, serving under Klitschko. Do you want to know what UDAR is? Ukrainian mm. Democratic Alliance for Reform. They, want they are, they are in need of reform. And their slogan is from personal success to the success of the country. I like that. That's a lot to get this behind, isn't it? Gets the point across, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Born in Kiev, fish Ukraine, obviously. Shovkovsky is a graduate of the Dynamo Kiev Football Academy. Since his teenage years and up until now, he's played for only one club. So that's confirmed that, that he's a one club man. Okay. Um, wow. In fact, he's more caps for the club than anyone else in the history of Dynamo. Jesus. Most appearances. Top appearances, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, let me see what he... What, so he was 18, 17, 18 when he made... Oh, no, 18 when he made his uh, debut for Kiev. Mm-hmm. So pretty good, particularly for a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, he was first choice for Dynamo throughout his whole career, except for a few brief periods caused by injuries. Right. Here we go. The goalkeeper's fame came to him as he became notorious for saving penalties. Yes. Which made him popular uh, with the media and fans. By the end of 2009, his goals against the average in the league was 0.632 with over 300 games played. Wow. So, so less than a goal a game. No. Almost. Just over one goal every two games. Every two games. Which is good. Which is good. Uh, in the summer of 2011, what a summer that was, Shovkovsky played his 100th match in the Champions League. Uh, he's played 121 matches in European Cups, keeping 30 clean sheets, which is good for a uh, Ukrainian side. Yeah. Uh, and 109 of these appearances have come in the Champions League. Jeez. Oh. So, and he announced his retirement in 2016 at the age of 41. Getting on a bit. Oh boy. International career. The first sentence doesn't doesn't uh, do brilliantly for Shovkovsky. Hit me. Shovkovsky is well known for his blunder during Euro 2000 <laughs> playoff game where Ukraine faced Slovenia. In the, 30, in the 83rd minute of the first leg in Ljubljana, Shovkovsky came out of his goal almost to the corner flag to kick the ball away, but scuffed his kick to Milenko Asimovic scored into the empty net for 40 metres out and Ukraine lost the match 2-1. I'm trying to think of it remember. I don't think I do. Need to need to watch it there. Yeah. Although he redeemed himself later, first choice goalkeeper at the, Euro, at the 2006 World Cup and he saved two spot kicks yes. uh, in the penalty shooter against Switzerland which sent Ukraine through to the quarter-final. Yes. Becoming the first goalkeeper in FIFA World Cup history not to concede a goal during a penalty shootout when the other boy hit the bar. Wow. Uh, he was voted player of the tournament early 2008. Player of what tournament? I don't know. <laughs> more recently, it says more recently, Alexander was voted player of the tournament in early 2008. Yep, there you go. The Euros? No, I don't know, surely mate. not. Maybe it was a Channel One Cup. <laughs> which is a pre-season commercial football tournament. So nice. Done very well. Mm. In this Channel One Cup, anyway which was won by them in a notorious game of clubs against the club's top rival Shakhtar Donetsk. During this, in a series of penalty kicks, Alexander saved three kicks and almost single-handedly won the match. That was during the match he saved three penalty kicks. Jesus. 
Uh, and his average goal against for the national team was 0. 0.86. Um, Not bad. 90, yeah, so he's keeping, you know, a good level of, of clean for, sheets. For, for Ukrainian, yeah, that's pretty Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Until 2013, Shabkovsky held the record for Ukraine national team minutes without a goal, but it was beaten by Piatov. Now we... Well, this is good. We'll get to the good stuff in a minute. Oh, actually, yeah. I've just seen it, the title of the next bit. We'll keep, we'll keep on splashing. Okay, okay. Four years after his retirement from the game, Shabkovsky, as an assistant to national team coach Andrei Shevchenko, and aged 45, was listed as a backup goalkeeper for Ukraine in a yes. friendly match away to France. After three or four of the goalkeepers tested positive for COVID, so oh wow, he's still in good shape. He is obviously has to be, and I'll just yeah. give you a brief review of his political views since it's there. <laughs> uh, Shovkovsky got a lot of media attention when giving an interview about the Euro Maiden situation. Are you familiar with the Euro Maiden? Can't say I am. It was a wave of demonstrations and civil unrest in Ukraine. I'll leave it there. When commenting on the number of people killed, he mentioned how his grandfather started every toast saying for not having any wars, after which he couldn't hold his tears. Jesus. Don't know what that means. I don't understand the bit that he's in tears about, but anyway. He requested a moment of silence for those people that lost their lives in a Europa League match against Valencia, and it was granted by UEFA. <laughs> okay. Uh, although he's, he's a supporter of the Euro Maiden movement. Right. Uh, and he says, I'm guessing he's he's a supporter of the protest. I think so. He says not he wants to, what happened. Yeah, he wants to live by European values and not Soviet values. He also criticised the previous man. government for the use of violence against protesters. There we go. There we are. Uh, yeah. So he's he seems like a stand up good guy. Seems like it. Seems like a stand up good guy. Uh, total, oh, cracking goalkeeper as well. Tremendous total career appearances: six hundred and thirty-seven, ninety-two for Ukraine. And here is the big stuff, okay? I've been chatting for too long. We need facts. And I'm about to drop some. Ukrainian Premier League titles. Wow. Ryan Giggs, Ryan Giggs was pretty good, wasn't he, with his 13? 13. How many is this man? Go? 14. Oh, boy. 14 league titles. 13 plus 1. 13 plus 1. Ukrainian mm. Cup, 10. Wow. Uh, Ukrainian Super Cup, 6. Well, maybe we'd have had a bit more than six, but so still. he's already got thirty trophies. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, Jeez, the oh. European, the, the Ukrainian Super Cup must have been a newer tournament, actually, because before that he's got the CIS Cup four times, the Commonwealth Jeez. of Independent States Cup. So remember all that. That region was going a wee bit wild. Mm. Valerai Lobanovsky Memorial Tournament. Love that. Um, don't know who that was. How many times did he win that? Twice. Back to back to they had three, two. 2004. Yep. Wow. I don't know how many times it's been played though. Uh, individually for Ukraine and CIS, Ukrainian Football of the Year, second place in 2004 2005. That's we, so much. We find out who beat him. Should probably Shevchenko. You would think, wouldn't you? You would. Mm, no. Oh, it no. must be Ukrainian League. Uh, it was Ole Hoysev. Wait, was it? Uh, oh no, 2004. Alexander Rykin. So, really He's good player. Him. Yeah. Really good player. Yeah, this is a good. Ukrainian goalkeeper of the year nine times. U- UPL goalkeeper of the season twice. Independent Ukraine's history, the best footballer with Andrei Shevchenko and Anatoly Timoshuk. Remember him? Mm. So, he's got joint best with them. 2000 2010, CIS, the best goalkeeper. 
Ukrainian football of the year, second place, 1984, third place, 1999. Must be a separate award there. Yeah. Uh, he got the 1999 European Goalkeeper of the Year, second place. Wow. Um, and he was Euro, Europa League 2010-11 best goalkeeper. Quite like that. Well, we... I think that's us. That is Alexander Shovkovsky. He's done well. Yeah, he's I spent too well. much time talking there, but he's got. He's no, had a no. long career. He has. He's uh, dipped his toes in the political side of things as well, which we always like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we don't, we don't have many goalkeepers, and it's true. I'm trying to think of it. It's tricky to get in these days. Um, you'll still still find a way in. Yeah, I think. Yeah. The amount, of, the amount of stuff he's won. And he's a candidate of the UDAR. You've just sold it to me. There we go. What was his name? Alexander Vol- Volodymyr Vyrich Shovkovsky. We'll stick with Alexander. We hardly knew you. He's in. He is Clean in. sweep. Yeah. Tell you what, we tend to be kinder to each other when it's just the two of us. In terms of getting boys in the Hall of Fame. We do. I think, I uh, that. I think that, that, that says something, doesn't it? Absolutely. Alright, so we've had three entries so far, and last up you've got a treat from our very own Mellors, and for this we heard a new candidate, he'll be taking you on a trip to Porto in the Norte region of Portugal. Certainly not the first time he's visited the Norte regions, and it will not be the last. Enjoy. Right, okay, so my pick today is a man called Vitor Bayai. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vitor. Vitor Baia. Baia. <laughs> spell it. B A I A. Baia. 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 Okay. Who, who is also known as Vitor Manuel Martins Baia. <laughs> <laughs> Such a random piece of information. Uh, who is retired. Um, a retired Portuguese footballer who played as a goalkeeper. Have either of you heard of him? Oh, wait, Vitor Baia? Vitor Baia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vish? Originally, when I heard the name, I thought I had. Okay. But then when you said goalkeeper. All right, well, let's see if I can extend both your knowledges on this man. (laughs) So, um, he was a, was a, a relatively small keeper. At a height of six feet and zero inches, um, so not the tallest. Um, he played for a total of four teams in his career. Um, he started off at Porto um, in the late 1980s, um, who he played for for a total of eight years, making a total a cumulative appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to extend everything so much. Um, a total um, stint of eight years of um, 246 experiences, zero goals, which is not uh, not surprisingly <laughs> expected because he, he's a goalkeeper. Um, he, then, he then moved on to Barcelona. Wow. Move for Didn't the, know that for the Portuguese man. Um, he he played there for two <laughs> years, um, <laughs> and had a total of thirty nine appearances, which makes you think he wasn't a starting keeper 
but he he played in some cup games or backup keeper. Um, he then moved back to, to Porto, um, his first love, uh, from 1999 <laughs> to 2007. You always go back. Absolutely. Um, with 160 appearances, no goals. Um, he then finished his career um, in 2001. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back, no way. Hang on. Oh, so during his stint at Porto the second time round, he played two games for the Porto B side in that stint at Porto. <laughs> from 1999 to 1997, he played 2001 for Porto B for two games. What's going on? I don't know. Man. I don't know. My brain's gone into overdrive. Overdrive. Um, so, yeah, total appearances of 447. Wait, uh, you said you said at the start clubs. he played for four clubs. Oh, did I? I so, he's, so, so his four clubs were Porto, Barca, Porto, and Barca B. Porto B. Yeah, yeah. He played for okay, so three, <laughs> three clubs. Well, two, two. Two, <laughs> two, two and a half. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, national team wise, he played for Portugal, obviously, and. He played for 12 years there, uh, making a total of 80 appearances. Um, no goals? No goals, again, unfortunately. So a, a bunch <laughs> of greedy strikers, not letting them take any penalties or, or anything. Um, I've, got a, I've got a stat here for clean sheets, um, but this is saying he's played more games than originally. So I'll just go with this total amount of games. He's played 595 games in total. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Oops. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Uh, What'd you do oh, there? Shit. I don't know. I just came up with a blocked ad thing. He's uh, in 595 games. He's made 301 clean sheets. Wow, that's unreal. 51% um, of the games he's played, he's not conceded a goal. Um, which is pretty impressive, wouldn't you say? It's quite a lot of information to... <laughs> so, so far, we've had the teams he's played for and where he's from. <laughs> and he's going to taking him 20 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, just, just, read a, just read out what you're, you're right. Okay, read so we'll, we'll go straight to honours. Okay, so for Porto, oh, he's won the Premier, <laughs> Premier League a total of. Ten times. Wow. Ten oh. times. He has won the Taca de Portugal, which is equivalent to the... Champions League? Challenge Cup? Cup of Portugal. <laughs> Cup of He's Portugal. won that one, two, three, four, five times. Mm-hmm. He's won the Super Taca Candido de Oliveira, uh, which is the simply Portuguese Super Cup. One, two, three, four, five. Seven times. Wow, we were. He's won the UEFA Champions League once with oh, Porto. Oh, wow. Um, he's won the UEFA Cup once, and he's won the Intercontinental Cup once. Mm-hmm. So a lot a lot of achievements with Porto. Then for Barcelona, he has won La Liga once, the Copa del Rey twice in his two-year stint. Wow. The Super Copa de España once, and the UEFA Cup Winners Cup once. Wow, really? So he he did a treble in one of the years he was there. Mm-hmm. What year was the Cup Winners Cup? A double 
1996 to 97. So, do you want me to tell you who that was against? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Barcelona beating holders PSG. Oh, not bad. In a, in a mm. score of 1-0. And can you explain what the Cup Winners' Cup is? Yes, I can. So, the Cup Winners' Cup uh, is a football club competition <laughs> contested <laughs> annually by the most recent winners <laughs> of all European domestic cup competitions. And you, you just knew that off the top of your head? I did, I yeah. did. Well, word for word. Uh, so, individual awards. Obviously, he won't have won any top scorers or, or anything. He won the Portuguese <laughs> Footballer of the Year twice. Um, yeah. And he's won... A very, very good. And he's won the Portuguese Golden Ball. From ninety one, ninety two, um, and he has been in the ESM team of the year, which so is ESM is the European Sports Media. Ah, um, I've never actually heard of them, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's won the UEFA Club Best Goalkeeper of the Year in two thousand three, two thousand four. Um, where he won the UEFA Champions League with Porto. Um, he's also won the UEFA Club Best Goalkeeper. I've just read that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's won, he's won the, also won the Best European Goalkeeper in 2004. Um, and believe it or not, he is the one of the top. He is the in the top ten most decorated footballers ever. Oh, really? Wow. Ever? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might be third or fourth. I think. Um, so we'll we'll get to know him a wee bit, shall we? Um, so, in 2004, Baia founded a charity okay, with his wife, Alexandra Rodriguez de Almeida. Almeida. She's quite a mouthful. Uh, Has she got any honours? Well, uh, well, marrying him, I think. So he founded a charity with his wife, uh, which would bear his own name and would be dedicated bear his own name because he didn't have any children to bear it uh, which would bear his own name and would be dedicated to helping underprivileged children and troubled teens um, <laughs> also also that year he would donate a pair of autographed gloves to be included in the UEFA Jubilee time capsule a collection of UEFA <laughs> memorabilia that was that was sealed underground in September only opened 50 years hence. <laughs> Wait, when did they bury it? Um, it doesn't actually say. Oh, in 2004. Also yeah. that year, yeah. When were they open it then? So 2054. 50 years hence. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what was put in that time capsule. Apart from the gloves. Apart, Apart from, from the gloves. gloves. Uh, Bayer also published his autobiography entitled 99 Vitter Bayer in 2005. On June 10th. Well, we see number 99. Yeah, for Porto, I think. And he was made an officer of the Ordem do Infantante, Dom Henrique, (laughs) by the Presidente of Portugal, (laughs) Anibal Anibal Cavaco Silva. Um, Also, in August 2015, EA Sports 
announced Baia as part of their FIFA 16 Ultimate Team Legends, along with eight other former footballers. Oh, so he's one of the <clears throat> one of the first legends in the right in that um game. Uh, <laughs> so, anything else you want to know about him? What do you what do you what do you guys think? Any more of his personal life? Is that is that all we've got? <laughs> uh, that's all in his personal life. There's a bit of a club career. Um, section but that's, that goes on and on for a bit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we'll, we'll do the 99th story. So, in his Porto return in January 1999, Bayer returned to Porto to find the number one jersey unavailable. So, he chose number 99 instead, with the sales of that number being a success, as well as the club's game attendances. Highly relate. Related to the player's return. Long sentences. Do you not uh, uh, stop and breathe at any point during the sentences? No, not really. <laughs> uh, oh, when his dude. career seemed back on track, he was injured again during the 1999-2000 season, needing a corrective surgery on his knee. Yeah, and that's that's it, really. I'm not going to go on. I've said enough. Oh. Wow. I've said that I've said enough. That was that took up way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fish, you want to go first? And I knew I'd heard his name somewhere before. I didn't know quite so much about the man. Uh, I'm torn because he sounds like a lovely man. Very <laughs> um, charitable. I think if you're if best. you're a legend on FIFA, do many people not know? That's but did point. we is the question. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the whole point. We hardly knew. Did I ask you both at the start? Do you know what? Yeah. Vitor Bayer, we hardly knew you. Oh, yes, he's done it. I did know him. Know. I did know him at the start. Yeah. But I did not know what followed. You take us on a wonderful <laughs> journey, Mellers. And um, <laughs> I'm going to have to say Vitor Bayer, we hardly knew you. Oh, yes. Wow. Brilliant. Nice well one. done, Mellers. Loved that. That's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you have enjoyed, please drop a follow on Instagram, uh, Injury Time Brawl Podcast, and on any po- podcast platforms you use. And if you could leave a five-star review, we'd massively appreciate that. Anyone who does leave us a five-star review will be entered into a prize draw, which will be a tour of the naughty regions from Mellors. Thanks again for listening, and catch you next week. Cheers. <laughs>